everyone, Dave and Jeff. It is January 22nd, 2024. Before we get to your hijinks, let's talk about our good friend Brian Curry. We are just talking about him off there two seconds ago, so might as well talk about him on there. Brian Curry is your guy when it comes to real estate all over San Diego County. Look, are you looking around and thinking, where do I want to move to? Brian is your guy if you have any of those questions. And Canto looked good today all over TV. Dude, a lot of water parks. That's what I'm going to say. A lot of houses come (laughs) with water parks today. But at the same time, Brian can get the most for your home. If you're looking around, no joke, he's been doing this for 30 years. He's won a ton of awards. He's the best in the business. Everybody knows a real estate person, but nobody knows anyone like Brian Curry. 619-251-1588-619-251-1588. Well, yeah, but the real estate people you know, they're like, hey, I'll look into it. I just got to finish my shift bussing tables at the omelet factory. (laughs) Well, that's not going to get it done. I think the message goes out tonight, Dave, for people are like, dude, now I know why I got this house so cheap because I'm under four feet of water. <laughs> talking to you, OB, talking to IB. world. Yeah, my friends in the Tijuana River Valley. Jesus. All you guys thought you were so cool downtown living by Petco Park. How's that going? Got a snorkel? <laughs> All I know is, man, Dave's place is on a hill. My place is on a hill and, and we're okay. Doing fine. Yeah, but, oh, boy, uh, if you need to get out, give Brian Curry a call. You can see what he's got available on our website, DaveAndJeffShow.com. Click that sponsor page. It'll take you right to Brian's page. What a day in San Diego, huh? Go ahead. Explain where you're going. I thought you were going to go NFL, but to explain to me. What are you thinking? Well, I just I left PB this morning yep. at 7. I did expect you to cancel today's show. No, I thought for sure you're like fuck that. I will tell you this, man. We we talk about things that you buy, and we've done shows a lot on weird purchases. Yeah, Dave. July last year, my kids and their mom go to Tahoe. I got two weeks. I'm just hanging out, and I was like, man, I got to replace tires. Yeah, and I went to a guy that doesn't sponsor the show, so I won't mention him. And I I spent a lot. Yeah, it's probably. 1300 1500 But, dude, I got the 75,000-mile, like, Bridgestone, top-of-the-line rain tires. Yeah. Dude, what a difference No today. problem, huh? No problem today. And, uh, man, I was driving. I don't know if people were up to 5 this morning. Guys spinning out. Always crazy when you're driving, and there's a guy in that center divide, and he's facing you. You go, hey, that's weird. Yeah. You've had it happen before. Woof. Yeah. Uh, this dude, like the whole back end of his car gone. Jesus. But really, I mean, perfect night like any night to say thank you to Jim Bettencourt and all of our first responders that are out there tonight. Man, at Carlsbad, right by my office, head-on collision, Palomar Airport in El Camino, two Carlsbad cops just standing out in the rain, yeah. directing traffic. Man, always the guys that get there, clean it up, try to keep the rest of us from being a part of it. I'm sure the ambulance drivers, the paramedics, everybody, the CHP, the cops, good on you, brothers. I'm a Dave, big fan of the second responders. You know, the guys that just drive up and go, what, be you and I. what did we have here? Hey, how'd it go? <laughs> you guys all good? Uh, yeah. Raiders good jam yet? Hey, boss? Yeah. Tweet, tweet. We're gonna we're gonna keep this line moving, all right? Yeah, you guys, you're gonna do well. Hey, Jim. Next time, you might want to keep the poncho in the car. It's raining tonight. Yeah, probably want to. <laughs> Dave and I'll be at Wild Wings at Sports Arena, saying hi to our friend Will. Come on down. We'll save you a couple of wings. <laughs> Ooh, getting cold. I'm gonna roll up the window later. 
Yeah, fuck. <laughs> but no, it was fine. I got, I left early for the most part, avoided it, got out early. And yeah. then tonight wasn't too bad coming down. Not too bad. No, I, I was out for a little bit today, man. I had to get up first thing, go to the tire shop. It's funny you said that. I had a big Did ass you? nail in my tire. Oh. So I was like, just thinking what you were thinking. Good. It's a lot of rain. I don't want to go around with a nail in my tire. When does right. the tire go flat? So I went and had that done first thing. But man, on the way back, all of a sudden, man, that water lifted my truck right up almost it's into crazy. the lane right next to me. Yeah. And I was like, fuck, man, I'm not going anywhere today unless I have to. So I only went out like two more times. Didn't go anywhere on the freeway. Didn't do any of that shit. But there's a lot of water for San Diego. Crazy, crazy days. Uh, I didn't get a chance to see the news. Somebody's out at Fashion Valley, right? Of course. Seen it a hundred times. It's so great. That's it's what so, I said to my wife. She got all mad at me when I said that. Oh, come on. If you've lived here longer than two years, fuck you. It, you deserve it. I did see the car. Did you see? Dude, it looked like my car. Did you see the white <laughs> sedan? in? A, I mentioned in Cano. Did you see the video of that car that just got sucked in? Uh, it was kind of up on a hill. I didn't realize that was in San Diego. Oh, I yeah, that was in Encanto. Oh, wow. Dude, this sedan is parked on like a like a ridge. Yes. And the water comes up and takes it down, and now it's just down the river. That's it. Later. <laughs> oh, man. I was like, and people were posting, well, we can't tell if there's a driver in there, but it looks like the wipers are going Dave, if you're in there, what do you do when you start going down? Dude, that's the scariest thing going, right? Because you're thinking, I'm going to drown. drown. I'm going to drown. Yeah. yeah, that is scary as shit. I don't know. They always sell those things that they say, keep inside your car to bang it against the, the side window and it will break it. Oh. Like, I don't own any of that shit. No. I don't have any of that. Yeah. Again, I don't know what, what you do. You always see the movies. It's like impossible to open the fucking door in the water. Yeah. When I got hit. Yeah. My car, the airbags went, and smoke started flooding in. Dude, I thought I was going to burn alive. Yeah. Right here on the 54. And, uh, yeah, that's a bad feeling, man. That's a bad feeling. But, I listened to Elston today give about 15 minutes talk out of drive on the freeway. Oh, he did? Yeah. Crager? He sure did. Talked about how fast you're supposed to go. How fast? 50 miles an hour, he said. Do not go faster than that. It's okay if you're 10 minutes late. <laughs> it's true then he said he was going to circle back and talk about it again in a couple hours and i was like i think i'm turning this off i don't want to hear this again <laughs> is he is, i'm taking driving instruction from i was Craig. just gonna what say dude uh, my driver's ed instructor do you remember yours yeah 100 i do joe koch was my guy from new york i love that you know his first and, and joe one. koch said if you're not if you're not going faster than this cat here you're wrong and then Steve Hartman said it. Yeah. The smartest thing Steve Hartman ever said. If you're not going faster Dude, than the car to your right. Yeah, when you say enough things, eventually one of them is going to be smart. Dude, the guy took never, a, never stopped. Took him a long time. <laughs> never stopped before he got around to that. Eventually, he said something you could use. Joe Koch showed up every day with a Hard Rock Cafe t-shirt. Did he really? Yeah, from different New York. Different city? Oh, did it say New York? Or Always it's a different New York. City? But, dude, he was great. That's funny. And he, he, he was like, look, we're showing this movie. I was supposed to send permission slips home. Hey, if you don't want to see it, don't watch. Red, Red asphalt. asphalt. Yeah. <laughs> his attitude. And his daughter was in my class. Just met the cutest girl. Really? And he, yeah, but God, nobody's going to date her. Joe would beat the shit out of you. <laughs> and uh, yeah, he told us, God damn, Dave, I laughed. Oh my God, it struck me so funny. Hey, 
supposed to send permission slips home. I forgot. Hey, you know, hey, you don't want to see it. Don't watch. All right, stop the projector. Did he watch all the way through? Fuck yeah. Hello, I'm Jim Betancourt. What you're about to see is real. This young man was driving. He lost four digits. Fuck. Fuck. I was like, oh, shit. Play it again, Joe. Yeah. All that shit. That is funny. So, yeah, be careful tonight. Well, nobody's driving, just me. That's it. By the time you get out of here, you will be the only one on the road. I'll be the only guy out driving around. That is too fucking funny. The guy will pull you over and go, what are you doing, asshole? (laughs) What are you doing out here, stupid? (laughs) But is it supposed to end? Well, they say it's going to be like this all spring, basically. Like, this is the big one. Like, this is, we. what is it, every four years that yeah. we have these big ones? This is one of the big years. Wow. Yeah. So, Last uh, year was pretty good. Last year it rained a lot, but this is like, this is the El Nino year. All right. Well, do me a favor. If somebody can, if you can just let me know, send me a time check on the Craig and, Craig and Annie podcast yeah. on the driving tips. I like it. She wasn't on. Really? Dude, she has not been, obviously you haven't tuned in. She has not been on like in a week and a half, if I'm not mistaken. Every really? time I t- turn on, she's not on. It's I think a- she has another job, man. I think, uh, no joke. I'm just not a joke. I, again, this is not a shot at Craig and Annie. I told you, I like both of them. But I think she's doing something else. It has to be closing a job out. I mean, the station had to know, hey, she's not going to be available for the first couple oh, weeks of the be. show. Because well, she's, I mean, fuck her name. for two months. How long a notice you got to give? Dude, I'll tell you what, yeah, you worked for me. Point. You work for me and you're leaving, you're out. That you're day. out that day. I, I don't, don't need, need two weeks. Yeah, I don't I, need two weeks is right. I'm with what you. Gonna, what are you going to do? Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, you're going to get paid the same. You're going to fuck off while you're here. You're going to yeah. be a distraction. You're going to be downloading files exactly. under a thumb drive. Going like to work firm. for Donneris. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, fuck off. How important do you think you are? Dude, we're like the NFL. The nameplate slides in and out. <laughs> As the smithereens saying, you're only a memory. I like it. Uh, yeah. that, that's yeah. funny. Anybody, shit. ah, you know, I get, I got a lot. I got to wrap up. No, you don't. All right. Come on, just go. Let me ask you about football. We're going to start yeah. with the Raiders first. You ah, got your yeah. guy. I did. Yes. You got to be excited, right? Very happy. Very happy with Antonio Pierce. Incredibly frustrated <laughs> that the fact that Mark Davis just makes everything difficult. He just, he can't. I don't know, Dave. We just we know people like this in our lives. Everybody knows it. And if you're a Raider fan, it really was right there for that team to do the easy move. The yeah. first move was hiring Antonio Pierce. And they had to do that because there was so much pressure from the players, the fans, everybody. He was the guy. And and there's been a couple of different if you're a Raider fan, there's a couple of pretty good Raider podcasts out there. Um Guy named Hondo does one, although he he is a little long-winded. But Vinny Bonsignor, who you and I yep. know, and Ed Graney have done a couple of really good ones for the Review Journal. They said Mark Davis's plan the whole time was to get a GM hired first. Well, that should have been the simplest hire this, because Champ Kelly should be the guy. Interviewing Tom Telesco again. Well, and, and Dave, the reason why is because Mark Davis has a hiring committee of five people. Yeah. And instead of just looking at the fact... The champ has been in there, has done moves, has a nice working relationship with Antonio Pierce. They should be hiring offensive coordinators. And I love the idea of bringing Marvin Lewis in, doing other things like that. 
Uh, Mark Davis, I talked to Mike Costa about it today, is listening to some 82-year-old guy that used to be friends with Al Davis that's all in on Ed Dodds. Now, Ed Dodds is great. Ed Dodds has been the assistant GM for the Colts seven years, former Raider, well-respected. This fucking team. I told you. I know. And But they can't figure it out. And there were reports out of Vegas that if it was a split jury, that somebody, a third guy could come in. Dude, like, I like Tom. You and I like Tom. I do. I don't know how much of the success, whether you look at Justin Herbert or other guys that were drafted on Tom's watch, Keenan Allen, a handful of others. I don't know how much of the successes and the failures are whether, Tom's and which ones are John Spanos. Right. Yes. JC Jackson. And I know, I'm really curious too. I don't know. Um, if, if I, if I'll tell you what, if the Vikes were hiring a GM and changing their GM and they went to talk to Tom, dude, I'd be fine with that. Yeah. I don't think he's the right fit for the Raiders. Now, if the Raiders are looking at champ is GM and maybe Ed Dodds is president of football operations, or maybe Tom goes in that role and they're the combination of those three guys, as long as champs, the GM or higher, uh, that'd be cool. But but I just have a feeling that Champ Kelly is going to get fucked in this deal and it's really going to bum me out because he's done a really nice job for them. And the more I've kind of read about him and Mike and I were talking about him today, the more you learn about him, the more you like him, the yep. more he fits exactly what they're doing from a scouting standpoint, free agent standpoint and everything else. So I'm glad Antonio Pierce got the job, but I have a, a huge fear that the Raiders will do what they love to do, and that's fucking make it really difficult moving forward. Well, I'm curious. The next GM, does he uh, sit there and ride this out with Devontae Adams, or does he trade him to the Jets to make Aaron Rodgers happy? No, okay. I think Devontae stays. I think Devontae, because Antonio Pierce is there, I think Devontae Adams stays. What if they offered a number one? Dude, I know. And, and that's the thing, right? Because... The other thing becomes, who do they hire as offensive coordinator? Because they had talked about Cliff Kingsbury and a couple of other guys being in the mix. Uh, uh, the Dave, I'm mind blanking. The, the, I think he's the quarterback coach for the Rams. Is it Zach Robinson? I'm not sure. Not he's, sure. he's a guy, latest guy from that. Uh, Sean McVay tree is kind of in the mix for okay. all this. Um Kingsbury's in the mix, a handful of guys, whatever they go, offensive coordinator. Yeah, I mean, you can get a number one, but, I mean, Devontae, the biggest thing is what are they going to end up doing at quarterback? Because well, that's the, the biggest thing, right? Because Devontae wants them to go get Kirk Cousins. Now, Vegas Review Journal says you've got $55 million under the cap. Go chase Chris Jones from Kansas City. Can you really imagine Kansas City is going to let Chris Jones hit the market? He's 29. I could see them letting hit the market. I mean, it, it's... Imagine Chris Jones with Max Crosby. That would be incredible. I mean, that was supposed to be Chandler Jones and Max Crosby. Oh, dude. Yeah. But, but uh, again, Chris Jones is a better player. That would hurt the division as far as the Chiefs go. Yeah. I mean, the Chiefs, you know, all the talk is they're going to add Mike Evans from Tampa to that team. Wow. And then you're going, fuck. You know, is anyone ever going to knock off the fucking Chiefs? They need a quarterback. Kirk Cousins, the two teams that you're hearing nonstop is that he wants to go back to Minnesota. He yeah. loves it. But he wants to play with Belichick if he gets the Atlanta job. And how about, that's a funny situation. If you're Bill Belichick and you're looking at what Atlanta's doing, 
that they brought Jim Harbaugh in for a second interview, that I yeah. think Mike Vrabel's getting a second interview. If you're Belichick, is there a part of you a little disappointed that this fucking San Jose team was 114-1? and one? Really? What were the fucking Red Wings last time you were here? And the fucking yeah. Kings? I told you. Dude, this team is such a wreck right now. The Kings... The Kings remind me so much of Laura's Buffalo Bills. They just can't get out of their own way. The only thing missing is fucking Tyler Bass and goal. And a midget. And a little person with a big yapper. Boy, that'd be... That's all we need. But um, if you're Belichick, aren't you a little frustrated? That Why would you allow yourself into a situation where you where you potentially could be turned out? Dude, if I'm Belichick, this is no joke. If I'm Belichick and you're the Falcons, I'm like, what the fuck are you about to ask me? Yeah. I gave you your most embarrassing moment in yeah, franchise history. Yeah, you remember history. that, Arthur? You see this ring? It says 28 to 3 on it. Yeah, let me we see laugh your about ring. it. Your we, ring says, your ring says shit. <laughs> we laugh about this all the time. Every time we look at this ring. What the fuck are you going to ask him? Let alone bring him in twice. Like, I'd be so embarrassed to interview Bill Belichick for a job. Yeah, I got to go in and meet with Rich McKay. Please. What are you going to ask me, you little twerp? <laughs> uh, I'm amazed that Belichick allowed himself to be in a situation where he potentially can interview twice and not get the job. Kind of crazy. Because if he doesn't get that job, who else is knocking on the door? Yeah. And then you go when you're 72 years old, you can see the record for Don Shula all-time wins just around the corner. wins? Yeah. <clears throat> That's something else. I uh, don't know. That 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 is a strange situation. Speaking of, as you said, Harbaugh interviewed twice. The The story is that Harbaugh is going to be offered that Charger job Wednesday or Thursday. Okay. And so, uh, but again, if the Chargers don't come through, that means John wasn't willing to step down. I mean, there are three guys making a decision. You said five guys with the Raiders. Yeah. There's Dean, there's AG, and there's John. John how, obviously doesn't want to relinquish control. If you're the Chargers, how concerned are you by Stephen Ross and all the big-time Michigan alumni that are putting up this huge money. Because if Harbaugh says no to the Chargers. Yep. Two years ago, the Vikes said no to him. Yes. I don't remember him interviewing anywhere for the NFL last year. If the Chargers go down the road with Harbaugh, and as, man, Ian Rappaport or one of those guys pointed out, boy, Jim loves being courted. Yeah. Right? We talked about this a couple of weeks ago. If the Chargers come and make a legit offer... And he goes back to Michigan. Boy, if you're the NFL, you're like, Jim, just stay there, right? You can't you can't yeah. have this guy come out and, and do the dance every year and then and then pull his name out. What's the Michigan offering? Do you know? What, oh, it's gonna, a, is it yeah, over twenty million? Yeah, it's gonna okay. be like hundred and ten million. Okay. So but is it more package. than twenty million a year? Yeah. Well, okay. So they're talking NFL money. So NFL the, money, huge. The talk is the charger number is twenty three million. Twenty three million a year? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's probably right about... That's like double what Saban was making at Alabama. So, five-year deal? I guess. Yeah, I don't know. Jim's six years old. Yeah, so that that's probably right around the same numbers for Michigan. Now, the weird thing is, too, Raiders didn't get in on him at all. No, they didn't. They, they would have if Antonio Pierce didn't have the backing yet. I would agree. Um, with the parents living... Like in Jim's backyard, like their their backyards aren't match. Yeah. Ann Arbor, all of that. I have a buddy who lives in Detroit, is close to the program. And I asked him, I said, tell me with your head, not your heart. 
what's what's your call on this? He goes, I really genuinely think he's coming back. I don't think he's coming back. To Michigan? I don't think he's coming back. I mean, the rumor is the NCAA is going to suspend him in 2024. Dude, he's still getting paid. And so, yeah, you're still getting paid, but you still have that mark. If you go to the NFL, there's not that stain. Yeah. You know, I mean, you basically, you're suspended because they're accusing you of being the 2017 Astros. Yeah. You've got Justin Herbert. You got to cut Mike Williams, right? Mike Williams has to go. So, I don't know if you looked at the money. Mike Williams, but, Khalil Mack. I mean, there's there's well, a Joey Bosa is supposed to make thirty six million next year. Keenan Allen's supposed Kenan's to make thirty four million, and Mike Williams is supposed to make thirty two million. Yeah. So I mean, you, you so you get rid of Bosa and you get rid of Mike Williams. You might bring back Keenan and you might bring back Khalil Mack. Got all that dud money for yeah. Jackson. Mack had seventeen sacks. Here, here's my prediction: Max plays for the Raiders next year. I would like that. I think Mack goes back to the Raiders. Raiders have about sixty million. Yeah. Right now, Chargers are forty two and a half over. 42 and a half. Yeah. So, I mean, I think that's the biggest thing. I saw what you said. I, I, I A lot of people have said what you said, that Eckler will be gone. Yeah, he's gone. Right. And he'll be back for one more year in the NFL, and then he'll be out of the league. Out of the league. He'll be uh, Ryan Matthews. Yeah, exactly right. Um, Coaching football at LCAP. <laughs> yeah, he'll be out. But I, I just think the next couple of days are going to be really, really interesting. I think... Titans today going Brian Callahan. Yep. Do you think they go ahead and they end up somehow getting Browning, the backup, obviously the backup quarterback for the Bengals? Or do you think they end up staying with uh, Will Levis? I kind of think. Titans haven't had a quarterback in forever. Yeah. I would think Will Levis is your guy. Titans haven't had a quarterback since Steve McNair, basically. But if you could get Browning. Yeah. He he proved he's a starting quarterback in this league. Oh, definitely. Definitely. Shit, man. If I'm the Raiders, I look at him. Dude, I mean, I think a there's call. a bunch of teams. If I'm the Vikes, I look at him. Just for teams that are looking and thinking about what the price will be to get Justin Fields, dude, it's not like, it's not like Fields is... Pat, yeah, it's not like he's Mahomes. I don't know what his record is right now, but I know at, at the first 26 games, he was 5-21 and 21 as a starter. Whoa. That's ridiculous. Oh, terrible. So, yeah, I think I think this week, for me, Dave, I, it's such a big week for the Raiders because by Friday, you really should have your GM in place. And as I think it was the herd said today, maybe it was Rich Eisen. Man, if you're in the market for an offensive coordinator, you better hire him tonight. No kidding. Because every team's looking for one. Yep. And if you're looking for one of these key guys, you better go get it. Yeah. So if they go... And could get Champ Kelly in place if Ed Dodds joins the team in some role. I mean, Tom, one way or the other, but just not. I don't. I don't want Tom yeah. as the main decision maker. And then if the Raiders get, I mean, Kingsbury would be interesting if they get this kid from the Rams and a couple other guys that that seem to be pretty highly regarded. Uh, then I'm feeling pretty good. Yeah. No. Absolutely. So, you know, it's funny. You look around and you go, okay, they're down to the final four teams in the NFL. I think everything went the way you and I thought it was going to go. So we both, I think, picked the Bills. We both thought the Bills were yep. going to knock off the Chiefs. We should have known better. Should, exactly, right? We've Dude. seen that before. We've seen that kick before. Yeah. Here's the thing from Buffalo. This is what you learn about people from Buffalo. Anytime the situation in front of them gets bigger than expected, they're going to choke on it. That's a good point. So Joe Cribbs always said. That's true. <laughs> Too soon. Joe Cribb's still alive. He's, oh, that's good. He's alive. Remember, though, he was the running back when we were a kid? Dude. 
I just, uh, yeah. Remember Joe Ferguson was the quarterback and Joe Cribbs was the running back. Do you yeah, remember that? Joe DeLamalore. Yeah. Remember that shit? Former guest. I, Dave, I enjoyed those games so much. The Texans game was a little slow. Yeah. Out of the gate. But I enjoyed that. The Packers-Niners game. You know, I picked the Packers here. And we were sitting at, I, I mentioned this. My kids and I went to Wild Wings by the sports arena. Yeah. And our friend Will sends the best, donated the Adrian Gonzalez ball for our charity That's event. Cool. They treat us so nice. So if you go down there, it's a great place. You can bring your kids in, watch games, ton of parking. Now, they had UFC on. Tell them you love the Dave and Jeff podcast. We're going to try to do a UFC fight night down there. He said, come on down. We'll set up a viewing party, maybe for either UFC 300 or, or uh, Mike Chandler, Conor McGregor. And he said, dude, bring your guys down. And uh, I'm going to find myself if I say dude one more time. My apologies. Um, I didn't even notice. Um, Everybody sleep deprived. Dude. I know, but I've said it like 90 times. My apologies. I'll, I'll stop. But he said, bring everybody in. Come down and hang out. So we'll try to do that. But that Packers Niners game. Yeah. I don't have I don't have a horse in the race. I don't really like either team. And Carlson's brother chokes. Yeah. It's been terrible the whole year. Man, and just watching McCaffrey, huh? Yeah. Damn it. And so I'll point I, this out again is that the Chargers chose Mike Williams over Christian McCaffrey in the draft. Oh, boy. Yeah. Oh, boy. I mean, dude, how much different, for all you Charger fans out there, how much different would your team be if you would have McCaffrey over Mike Williams? He and, never plays. And what did the Niners give up to get him from Carolina? Dude, not, like, like a pack of cigarettes and a second-round pick. No, right? it wasn't much. So for every team that needs a running back or struggled with running back. Who's there? And, and they trade him to San Francisco that was already loaded. Yeah, remember at the time before they got him, everyone was talking about Debo. Hardly anyone talks about Debo anymore. No. And then you moved to Sunday. Yeah. And Sunday, the Lions game, man, so good. Such a fun game to watch. Close to the end. The NFL's great. NFL is great. <laughs> and then. You dipshits, you missed it. And then Buffalo. But hey, the wave's great when they win one nothing. Oh, I can't wait. SDFC with your $180 fucking zip-up jackets. Jesus Christ. I tried to buy my kid. We don't know one asshole on that team. Talk about a bunch of jerk-offs that, oh, my God, fuck SDFC. And fuck all of you that think they're such heroes. Who, give me, who's your starting midfielder? Please. Well, we haven't had a draft yet. Ah, uh, exactly. You don't know shit. <laughs> My kid's like, hey, I'm into SDFC. I go, cool. I'll get you, you know, a hoodie gear. or something. Yeah. 180 bucks? No way. What the fuck's going on? What are we doing? Yeah, what's going on with that? Barbara Dare? Delivering it? <laughs> Fuck those guys. Like Dana White said. Dana White had the best line ever. He said there's nothing more overrated than soccer. And he said, soccer sucks. Any game where the rules are the same for a three-year-old as it is for a 33-year-old makes no sense. <laughs> that's funny as shit. And he said, He's right. And he said, when you've got this huge net that's as big as a goddamn building and the score's 1-0, how horseshit are you at your profession? Dude, I love it. He goes, watch hockey, which Dave and I are doing. He goes, the goalie is the same size as the net. Yeah. And that's a three-to-one game. That should be a three-to-one game. It should. He goes, 
your goalie, the the net is the size of the whole wall, and it's three to one because they suck. Like sports sucks. Just admit it, dude. That is funny as shit. He's exactly right. Three year old or thirty three year old. It's, it's the, the same, same rules. rules. <laughs> yeah, that is funny. and here's the other thing: you got a hockey, you got the NFL. Nobody's wearing a scarf. True. You're not John Voight. Get good, it together. Point. And the thing is, when you go to a hockey game, they're literally playing on ice. Like, it's cold. Yeah. But yet, no one's wearing a scarf. No, no coach has a scarf on. Fuck. Some guy sitting in San Jose with the earthquake. Do you think Elston owns more belts or more scarves? He's probably a suspenders guy. <laughs> think so? Suspenders and a scarf. That's his look. Man. Does it wear a t-shirt and a, sus- a suspenders? What do you wear? Bolo tie? He, uh, hang on. I want to ask you. If Annie's not doing that show, yeah. are they plugging Brayden in? Yeah. See, I like that. The, the topics the topics are fine. They're fine. The show's fine. I'm not ripping the show. I'm just saying the first name you hear is Annie, but Annie's never there. But Craig and Brayden talking Padres would yeah, be good. good. It is I, good. I like that. Yeah. No, it's, I'm not ripping that show. I'm just saying she's not there. And 10, 10 to 2 is not really in my wheelhouse for being out in the car. Yeah. I used to I used to hear Coach. Coach was what? Noon to 3 used to be, right? Because they had Rome. I don't know when the fuck he used to be, but he was 10 to 2 on 97.3. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't hear much of that. But I haven't heard two minutes I was of the looking, new show. I was looking through Twitter right before you got here. And Darren posted, whatever, eight hours ago. I, there's no way I'm going to make my show in time. <laughs> like this, and he's stuck oh, because he lives, on, he lives yeah. in IB? Yeah. It just cracked me up that he tweeted it out. I am not going to make the show on time. I didn't hear the show, so I apologize, Darren. Just made me laugh that he called the shot. <laughs> yeah, Jimmy Russell said the same thing. So, oh, man, that sucks. I love IB. Hopefully those dudes are okay. Oh, my gosh. But, but Craig and Braden... We're pretty lucky right now. John and Jim can talk pods. Yeah. Tony and Chris can talk pods. Steve and Ben with Paul. Yep. Scraby not doing the six o'clock shows are really fun. Yeah. I'm happy for Matt. Brayden's got a weekend show. I'm happy for Brayden. Uh, Brayden and Craig, and I'm sure Annie can too. Uh, that's our biggest concern is Annie's so close to that team. Well, remember when Vas- negative. Yeah, just because remember when Vaskersion was on 1090? Yeah. It's tough, man. Ted was in that position too. When yeah. you when you're that close to the team and you have to go get interviews and do different things. Yeah. Can you call people out when they don't do their job? Yeah, it's tough to be opinionated. Yeah. So it it's no reflection on any. It happens for a lot of people that are part of the broadcast when they're assigned to do a talk show. Yeah, it's much easier for guys like us. They didn't have to be down there every day. But I tell you what, man, when you and I were doing Padre talk and oh yeah, there we were guys, there. But there were guys who did get upset. Remember Wally Joyner hated my guts. That's really funny. You remember that stupid yeah. shit? It was Wally was way out of line. But at the same time, man, Trevor Hoffman was cool as fuck about it. Tony Gwynn was cool. Yeah. But the one guy that got upset was Wally Joyner. I don't even remember what he got mad about. I don't. I don't either. It was something he's, he heard us say when we were literally in the stadium and he was going in the elevator. Really? And then he fucking told everyone to tell me, hey, I'm looking for him. I'm like, well, I'm right here. 
What are you gonna do? <laughs> what are you gonna do, Wally? Dude, has anybody ever been afraid of Wally Joyner? No I offense. Don't th- I don't think so. I like him a lot. That was like what we do when I first started. For some reason, Wally Joyner, man, had it out for this show. Wow. Wally was one of the first guests I booked because right after I got hired, he got traded for Bip Roberts. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, man. Everybody has one of those days. Overall, he's a good dude. Ah, I, come on. I'm not going to forgive him. All right, don't. Yeah. What, don't. what are you going to do? Um, yeah, the idea that we don't have the NFL in this town, just, it's embarrassing. It, it's just embarrassing. No, but I get emails about the gulls. I get emails about the seals. I get emails about every delete. Yeah. <laughs> no offense, man. I just I can't. My kids have outgrown it. That's funny shit. That's the problem. No offense to any of those guys, but when they were 10, 11, 12, yeah. they were just so happy to get out of the house. They wanted to go do anything, and the seals and the gulls were a lot of fun. But now, man, at at 16, their palate's changed, it, well, and they want to see star power. Well, 100% is part of that's your fault. My you, fault? Yeah, because you got them season tickets to see the Kings, and I hate yeah. to say it, anyone who wants to tell you, sorry, Pete, the, the goals and what the Kings are, it's just night and day. I mean, once you go to a real NHL game, yeah. and you see the speed and, and how talented these guys are, dude, you don't want to go to another minor league hockey game. You don't, and, and you just don't, and they... They don't want to see the Ducks. Yeah. The Ducks are boring right now. I don't know what the Ducks are going to do, man. I it, it's so much better to me. I don't. I don't celebrate the Ducks being boring. I don't celebrate the Gulls being boring as a Kings fan. It, I, I want San Diego teams to do well. Yeah. There's just there's no when when we had and it it sounds like on our lawn guys, but when the when the Gulls were in the old West Coast Hockey League. Every game was five to three, and every game had about 380 penalty minutes. Sure. Because you had characters on the ice, guys yep. that were out playing, loved the jersey, loved the city, were out in the community, were yep. on these shows. They were, whether it was Jay Cordemanche, Chad Wagner, Bruce Shoebottom, Mark Wolf, Denny Purdy, Barry Potomsky. God, these guys would come here. And talk everything. They had opinions on everything. They were well-spoken. They were so likable. And you would go down there, and every night it was a blast. Yep. And now, unfortunately, you go down for a Gulls game, and it's 25 guys named Joe. And they're all, I get it. They're one step away from the NHL. Break a femur? Pachanga Arena? You high? No, I can't ask them to do that. But it just, I, I love the loyal fans that go out every night and, and love the Gulls and have been there. Dude, it just ain't for me, man. And I hockey's in my blood. How many sponsorships can you name of the sports arena? Oh. Uh, Look, I pay one. I had no idea. Yeah, I pay I, one. I, that's the only one I was holding on to that I thought maybe you'd forget. <laughs> no, I did that. Uh, hang on. That's pretty good. I pay one. It's been Pachanga for a while. Yeah. I have no idea what it was before. But it's funny. If you would have asked me first what's the name, I couldn't have told you what it was. Told you what it was. No. But, but we remember the I pay I, one I center. Sure do. Yeah. That's a long time ago. Yeah. I guess that business model didn't work out. It did not. <laughs> a little like crypto. Huh? <laughs> um, so, yeah. I don't know. But I just it makes me crazy because... 
so many people hang on to the fact that they had animosity towards Dean. Yeah. All right. Well, people in D.C. had animosity towards Dan Snyder. Now, thankfully, Dean's not that kind of guy. But eventually, the team was sold. And people in Cleveland had animosity towards Jimmy Haslam. Well, that was a playoff team this year. And people in other cities, right? Carolina's going through it right now with David Tepper. They're not thrilled by it. But you know what? They still have it. And they have that opportunity to look forward to the offseason. And that team should be here. That team should be here playing in a downtown stadium, being involved in this community, and it should be absolutely the talk of this town. Couldn't agree more. What are they going to do? Who is the head coach? Could you imagine the excitement in this town if Jim Harbaugh was in the mix to come here and be the head coach? Just the fact that you had Justin Herbert, it's a big deal. No, you I know got what it, I mean? Dave, but, but if you had Jim Harbaugh coming to San Diego to be the head coach of yeah. the Chargers, you and I could sit here and have the most fun saying, Look at the guys that we were fortunate enough to cover. Um, I didn't cover any Coriel teams, but I dealt with Don a lot because he would be a frequent guest for Hank. Yeah. But we dealt with Bobby Ross, Kevin Gilbride. Okay, didn't work out. Mike Riley didn't work out, but great guy. Marty Schottenheimer, right? And then all of the guys from Norv to Mike McCoy to Anthony Lynn, right? Brandon Staley. But I think you and I, or any of these shows, I mean, you and I are kind of the the the, the graybeards. That I, I John's out. Nobody in town covered Marty Schottenheimer. You and I did, dude. And what's weird is if the Chargers do get rid of both and Keenan Allen, that's the last connection to San Diego. Yeah, they're the last two players that played in San Diego. Yeah, they're both um, could be gone this offseason. Uh. But I, I cannot, it would be so far, whatever, Jake Cronenworth, nobody would care. <laughs> guys stopped me today about Jake Cronenworth at 8 in the morning. Nobody would care about Jake Cronenworth. Nobody would be yep. talking about the outfield. Nobody, and if you don't think the Padres were aware of that, if you don't think the Padres and San Diego State played a part in letting the NFL leave, you're absolutely high. You could not be dumber. You're right. You could We've been not told be this more, numerous times. You could not be more uneducated. Yep. They absolutely played a part in letting that team leave. And I'm not a Charger fan. For me, Raider games were always a road game, whether I went to Oakland, whether I went to L.A. or next Vegas. My team's always been on the road. Doesn't matter to me. But I, San Diego should be talking tonight. And, Dave, we could come in here and go, you got to be kidding me that Nashville – and the Raiders have left this thing wide open yeah. for Dean and John to go get Jim Harbaugh, the hottest coaching candidate, to come here to San Diego, come back to San Diego. Former yep. player, coached at USD, lived in Coronado, coming home, and man, look out. And I would say, as a Raider fan, I'm a little freaked out by that. Yes. And it's not happening. It's happening in L.A. That, that, that sucks, man. Because a lot of you are in denial that you still watch that team. Nick Canepa, right? A lot of you. Nick's, are, Nick's absolutely ridiculous. It's just embarrassing. 
Yeah. Everybody's watching. You guys say whatever you want. You guys are watching. The numbers show that when the Chargers are on, the number TV numbers are huge in San Diego. I think Jim coming here would be the same energy that this town had when Marty Schottenheimer came here. Yeah. By the way, not trying to make a joke. AJ Smith still left. Yeah. I was just looking through my phone. There's numbers on my phone. I didn't. I was like, is he alive? Bring him in. Should we call him right now? Yeah. Men. <laughs> we have a plan. Um, I loved AJ. I don't think he has any axe to grind with us. No, he liked us. Yeah, he did. Dude, I bring him in here in a minute. I love AJ. Dude, he was great. And before we call him, we should call Yaffe first and say what kind of shapes he in. You know what I mean? Like you want to make sure he's he doesn't live in San Diego anymore. I think he lives in no no joke. I think he's in North Carolina, like where Marty went. Oh, is that right? I thought he was in Del Mar. I don't think he was in San Diego anymore. We should ask Yaffe. I definitely don't want to call if his marbles aren't there. You no, know, I don't want to do That'd that. That'd be embarrassing. I loved AJ. Um, yeah, David's just funny. I hadn't, I hadn't thought about that. That should be what's going on in San Diego tonight. Yeah. It's just countdown to Harbaugh. Should be. And wondering if Dean and John are going to screw it up or if they're going to get the right guy. Because in LA, they aren't doing it. They're talking Dodger baseball right now. Lakers. Yeah. Is LeBron leaving, you know, after this year, if Bronny gets drafted, all that shit. Yeah. Uh, hey, you going to apologize to the kid from Carlsbad? 100% will not. Why not? Dude, okay, here's the deal. I didn't even know you knew that whole story. Well, I saw when you said he, he didn't want to compete. 100% you, believe he didn't want to compete. Well, did you see what he just walked into at Ohio State with another five-star recruit plus two guys ahead of him plus okay. the starter? So let's break down the story exactly in the order it went. Okay. okay? So Julian Sane, who, who's an outstanding quarterback. I'm not taking anything away from him. Matter of fact, he's as good as anybody I've ever seen. He's really good. You pretty much called him gutless. I did, and I mean that still right now sitting here looking at you. Ah. Okay? So, because the story didn't fucking fit. His story didn't fit. So, Nick Saban leaves. He doesn't yeah. leave. He's, he's staying. He's not going anywhere. Then all of a sudden, the four-star backup quarterback from Washington commits last Thursday night to Alabama. Friday morning at 6 o'clock in the morning, he says he's entering the transfer portal. And so I But just what ha- day did Saban retire? Like a week ago, week and a half ago. Before now, it's been like two weeks. Today or tomorrow will be like two weeks. No, last week. No, it wasn't last week. Yeah, last No. Oh, oh no, you're right. It'll be it'll be two weeks this coming Wednesday. Yeah. yeah oh been, shit. Okay. My so timing he, was a little So off. everyone else like ran for the hills. Okay. The guys who left. Twenty guys left. Yeah. The 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 guys who go to Texas, ridiculous. I can't believe Texas has a Lamborghini deal. But anyway, <laughs> I mean, right. dude, what are you doing giving those kids those fast cars? What are you, nuts? Where did you see the guy the other day? They posted, Jimmy Hughes posted. He had got two. He got a Bronco and he got a Lamborghini. Well, Isaiah uh, Bond is the guy. Did you see, what you, you see where Caleb was living at USC? Yeah, $35 million house. Yeah. So at the same time, so forget that shit. So just be honest in this situation. He didn't leave when Saban left. Uh, the guy with the number one offense in college football came to Alabama, and he seemed like he was fine with it. The kid from Washington transfers in, and he and he leaves less than twelve hours later. Goes to Ohio State. Goes to Ohio State. Ohio State thirteen million dollars. Just to be honest, dude. Ohio State gave me thirteen million dollars. Is that the money they're and, saying he got? NIL deal. And Ohio State had thirteen million dollars. Wow. So just be honest, dude. It was about the money. You say, dude. As long as I've known you, you've always said that it's always about the money. It always is about the money, which is fine. Just but say that. Thing- I got a better deal. I got a new coach. Then I money's a little bit different. Yeah. Ohio State's great program, well, but th- to say I'm going to go play for Ryan Day, who hasn't beat Michigan in three yeah, years. Yeah. If I would have gone, 
Yeah, Come if on. he goes to Michigan. The one thing I would say that I don't mind him doing is the one thing we've said on this show over and over again for 25 years yeah. is if a coach leaves, the player should be allowed to leave. Agree. Yeah. Well, well, now there are 135 guys on a roster and there are 135 free agents every year. Yeah, but um, my point being that gets a little crazy and and is a little nutty. But I think what I like for Julian is he went... He had agreed to go play for Nick Saban. Nick Saban leaves. Yep. And he should have a window to be able to leave. And which he did. it seemed like yeah, which he exercised. It's the guys that but I look at. He didn't leave when Saban when everyone else left. No, but I mean he didn't have to leave within twenty four hours. He leaves within a certain amount. Give them a chance to kinda I mean, you're not expecting not like anybody had planned on Saban retiring, right? No, that came out no. of the blue. Well, people inside Alabama knew in October. In October? Because they were sending guys to every one of those Washington games to watch that guy, Kalen DeBoer. But if I'm a recruit, I'm just Johnny Bananas. Okay. And I'm an offensive lineman at Eastlake. Let's say I'm not even a five-star guy. Let's say I'm a four-star Eastlake guy. Okay. But I'm excited. I'm going to Alabama. I'm going to play for Nick Saban. How much do I know after I've signed my letter of intent that Nick Saban's out? Because for me, up until that game against Michigan, I'm assuming... I'm going to go play for Nick Saban, right? Yeah, I have no problem with him leaving. Yeah. My point is his timing was when the quarterback from Washington came in, that's when he left. Interesting. It it could be. I don't know enough about it. Well, look, I I don't even believe it's that as much as I did when it first happened until I found out today it was the $13 NIL money that Ohio State has. Wow. I mean, come on. Let me ask you. But what's Alabama got? He had to have gotten big money in Alabama. I'm sure he did. They all do. But you heard heard, uh, Matt Rule and Nebraska. He goes, a good quarterback costs you $2 million. I think it's got to be more than that. Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. The money's insane. Dude, Brock Purdy makes $700,000. You know what I mean? He's been (laughs) in two straight NFC championship games. Yeah. I don't mind him. But, like, I know you. You would have chosen USC. Yeah. You would have said, I'm going to play for Lincoln Riley. Look what he does for all these quarterbacks. Yeah. Every one of them wins the Eisman Trophy. I'm going home. Why not? But to Ohio State, it's about the money. Come yeah. on. Yeah. I, I, going there, I was interested to see where he would go. It is kind of funny he'd go to Ohio State, considering, like you said, they can't beat Michigan. Yeah. Ryan Day, dude. Everybody wants Ryan Day fired for Mike Frable. Yeah. It's kind of kind of crazy. I don't know why that that just went. So it just happened to be. I happened to be at KUSI when this happened. Yeah. Paul Rudy goes. I want to ask you about it. And then I said what I said, and Paul Rudy like head almost flipped around. Like holy shit! Like this isn't good. You know, we yeah. just gave this kid two that's trophies. Try coaches in there every day now. Good job. <laughs> he asked me to call on. So did you see Paul on Twitter? No. Hey, I disagree with Paula. He, he went after. Of course. Then, then I get the hey, you going to be back on Friday. Yeah. Okay. It's like one of these, hey, what st- I said. stop it. Cut it cut it out. Just waving me on. Yeah. And I was like, fine, I'll be the bad guy. I've been the bad guy with Jeff forever. Whatever you want. But yeah, I Good. took a shot at him and people were really upset, including um, the running back from Georgia. His dad went after me pretty good. The kid that won the prep pig skin the year before, Jalen, or Julian. Okay. And he went after, he got upset with me. And I said to him back, your son competed. Georgia won a national championship. But he's he, going to have to compete at Ohio State. Well, he, Okay, so here's the deal. Kansas State's quarterback just transferred in. He's supposed to be the starter this year. To Ohio State? To Ohio State. I just read there's like literally five guys in there's that quarterback so. room that are five-star guys. So, so Julian, I'm guessing, starts his sophomore year. Okay. Like, but like I, Arch Manning went to Texas, yeah. and now he's not going to play to what would be his junior year. Yeah. 
But I think he transfers out. I think he's the next one to go. I think he goes to Ole Miss. I think the argument about the money holds water. I would strongly disagree with his inability to compete because I think if you're going into a top four program like Ohio State and there's five guys there, if you're going to hit the field, you're going to have to compete. I remember a guy. He's really good. That I went to high school with. Yeah. Had the opportunity to go to UNLV, would have redshirted behind Randall Cunningham. Yep. And you know him. Yeah. And uh, we we talked to him. Redshirt behind Randall Cunningham. And then they, John, I think it was John Robinson was coaching at that time. I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure it was John Robinson said, it's your program. You're the guy. He instead elected to go to USC. He went yeah. to USC and never touched the field. Yeah. But he got his business degree, and now he's a very successful business guy in San Diego. Yeah. But he wanted to go compete at USC. So it, had Julian gone to Minnesota, okay, dude, he's 100% the guy yeah. in Minnesota. He's going to be the guy from the day he walks yeah. on campus. If he goes to, I mean, San Diego State just got two quarterbacks that are pretty good. Like, I think this guy's an NFL player. I'm not joking. I think yeah, he's Yeah, but good. I mean, I, I would disagree with he's not, he doesn't want to compete. To well, me, I, you know, my argument back was, first of all, this the story of our, of our mutual friend, it worked out really well for him, right? I mean, yes. he's, he's very <laughs> successful. Yeah. You know, and my has son, no regrets. No, and dude, my son was in the same boat where right. he was going to North Carolina, was literally in the coach's office when Saban called. Right. And right after that, he got an offer from Texas. So he... Josh could have maybe gone to North Carolina or Texas and played. But no instead, rear view mirrors. Not, dude, not at all. You yeah. ask him. He has no regrets at all. None. But, and But my thing is, Jay, uh, um, Jalen Hurts competed with Tua. Tua competed with Mac Jones. Bryce Young competed. Yeah, but competed. then Jalen left. Yeah, well, well, yeah, Jalen leaves because he saw what's happening. He competed, but he was in the NFL. Yeah. My point is, all four guys who competed, meaning Bryce Young, Mac Jones, Jalen, and Tua, all of them start in the NFL. Yeah. It worked out. Yeah, they're all there. But I think he walked into, I give him credit for going from a competitive situation to another competitive situation. Had he yeah. left and gone to Indiana? Yeah. Right? Or where? Well, Indiana, at, Michigan State? Yeah, I'm just throwing these schools out. Yeah. No, but you know what I'm saying. I, I got what you're saying. It's funny. You throw them inside like the shit. No, I they mean, just don't he, compare to Ohio State or Alabama. I got it. Right. I, I think he's, I don't think he has any problem competing. And yeah. I don't know. Look, man, I think as soon as he says he's thinking about going into the transfer portal, I guarantee you his phone's ringing. And maybe he did think about Michigan. But if Jim Harbaugh's leaving, yeah. who's taking that over? Good afternoon. I think. <laughs> Brady's not going it's back. It's going to be the guy that filled in for him when yeah. Harbaugh's suspended. He'll be that guy. It should be that guy. But I would think it. I, I think if you're a parent, Dave, and that's Josh, that's committed to take your personal ties yeah. to Alabama. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Nick Saban says he's leaving. Dude, I got to imagine Kirby Smart, Steve Sarkeesian, Lincoln Riley. I have to think everybody. San Diego State. I I have to think you have 25 schools that are saying, "Are you going there? Are you coming here?" Yeah. And I don't know that you can immediately make the decision that, that you feel is right for you. The idea that he went to Ohio State, I'm fascinated by that because that, to me, probably would have been the last school that I chose for a variety of reasons. Me too. Especially but, now that USC's in the Big Ten. Yeah. USC wanted him. UCLA wanted him. UCLA would have been interesting too. 
And if and if he had gone to UCLA, because USC's yeah. got a handful of guys, Malachi leaves, yeah. he couldn't cut it. Julian would have been the guy. Julian would have been the guy. Yeah. UCLA, that would have been it too. But no, I just, I, I get all of it. I would just disagree with the fact that he doesn't want to compete because he's going into a very tough quarterback room with other qualified players and if he ends up being the guy you and i would have answered the question this is how i know both of us would have answered it well give me what the question is why did you decide to enter the transfer portal by ohio state and we would have said this ohio state has a history of some of the best receivers i want to play with the the best receivers at this time i'm not familiar with my offensive coordinator here i know what i'm going to get ohio state and i'm not going to beat around the bush because the money's going to come out the NIL money at Ohio State's better than what I would have gotten in Alabama. Yeah, what's funny about that, Dave? I don't have a val- I couldn't give you a valid reason why he chose Ohio State. That, I I can play that game like we do it all the, the time. Yeah, they're on the slide. They've been on the slide. Yeah, I I was surprised to see that's where he was going. But I'm not involved. I don't know the family. Yeah. I don't know anything about that. But I can't. If, if you had said to me, make a valid argument why he's going to USC, yeah. why he's going to Georgia, why he's going to Michigan, Texas, any of them. Lane yeah. Kiffin, right? Well, and, and the thing is, Ole he, Miss, like. And he left school early. Like, he was yeah. taking classes at Tuscaloosa. Yeah. yeah. You know what's funny is I have, a, <laughs> I have a niece who goes to Carlsbad High School. Yeah. And Rita and I were driving to Temecula yesterday, and she's like, you know, thank God you, our niece and you don't have the same last name. Because you would have made things really hard on her. Like, you completely called this kid out. And I said, look, there's a difference between kid. I would never go after a kid. My point is, you're a public figure at this point. He's you a public are. figure. He's Mikey Williams. Yes, he's Mikey Williams. And so, look, I, I would never go after a kid that nobody knows and make him a public figure. He's already a public figure. Yeah, he he is. But, um, personally, I would have liked to see him stick it out. I would, too. Because he could have, in my opinion... With no taking the personal ties to Alabama out, I think there's something to be said if you're the guy for the next generation of Alabama football. Yeah. If De Beers goes down there and wins, that quarterback's going to be known, right? 100% as his first guy. The way Caleb will always be remembered with USC because USC really has floundered a lot since Pete Carroll left. Yes. And, I mean, there, there was a time when, when Matt Leinart, Carson Palmer, Mark Sanchez, Matt Barkley, yep. all top quarterbacks drafted for USC. It's been a little while. Now Caleb's going to be the number one guy, whatever you say about Lincoln Riley. And when the guy leaves, if you can come in and make an impact, yep. personally, I think that's cool. It's not... if. If it was my son, $13 million. It's a lot of money. But they had to have gotten a lot of money in Alabama, too. Yeah, I'm, it, I, I, I'm sure. And I don't know NIL money how it works, Jeff. I'll be honest with you. I just know, you know, the, the, the knock well, on Kellen DeBoer right. is that the fact is, recruiting-wise, not supposed to be great at it. That's why you need to have good assistant coaches who are. And he's and the NIL money is something he hasn't dealt with to that extent, like at Washington compared to the SEC. At the same time, the guy's 104 12 and 12. And as a as a head yeah. coach, yeah. So as, 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 you know, all these guys are leaving and goes, dude. It was much worse when I came to Washington, and I was in the national championship game in year two. Well, and and in fairness to Julian, 
I'm sure Washington recruited him. Yeah. I don't know. We don't know what those meetings were like. We've met with plenty of program directors through the years. Yep. Maybe he went and met with Washington. The guy started balancing a spoon on his nose. Remember that, Dave? I do remember that. I said, how'd the meeting go, Dave? Do we have a job in L.A.? He goes, I don't think so. I just sat with a guy who, during lunch, showed me how he could balance a spoon on his nose. 100% true. I said, well, that's not really good. He took the spoon and went, and then stuck it on his nose. Yeah. I remember telling Vita, ah, I think that, I think that one's a goner. That so, was the craziest interview of all time. Yeah. So Par- we, paranoid. Hold on, dude. Hold on. Remember this? What I told you, we went to a restaurant in Beverly Hills, and it was one of these high booths, and we had to sneak in and then duck down. And I said, what are we doing? I don't need this in the LA Times before, before it's announced um, officially. I'm like, nobody knows who the fuck I am. Yeah. What are you talking about? Yeah. And then he put a spoon on his nose. Yeah. 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 That's, that's great. <laughs> maybe maybe that's what the recruiting guy. I mean, you never know. And the other thing is, again, in fairness to Julian, we don't know when they announced that they're committing to Alabama. Yeah. As he did. We don't know who who got the silver medal in the bronze. No. We don't know what the last three days were like in that family for those conversations. And no. maybe, yeah! Woo! Yeah, now what? King's tied up. We'll see. Yeah. We'll see. Uh, Quinn Byfield. Put him back at center. Love that kid. And I'm friends with the family. Nice. There um, you go. Uh, this guy looks like he's crying on the bench. Look at him. San Jose coach looks like he's crying. Look at him. I think he's crying. <laughs> Look at him, Dave. I think he's crying. Oh, he's cussing. Cussing and crying. That's a bad combination. Um, We don't know what the last three days were before you commit. Did That's he true. go back and forth on Ohio State and Alabama? Yeah, I've, I have no idea there. I have no. no idea. But you were pretty quick. I was. I was. So I just want I you when you... For it. Well, good. When you go good. on with Paul Rudy, you just say, hey, I know Sam the cooking guy's coming up. Going to show us how to make that great queso dip for the Super Bowl, but I would just like to say good afternoon. I have Paul, a prepared Paul statement. Like the San Jose coach, dude, after I said what I said. Because you're like, a lunatic. Shit. I was like, did you just breathe shit under your breath? Here's funny, something funny about Paul. You know what? Okay, I love I, Paul. What state is Paul from? You know. Wisconsin. What's his favorite NFL team? Vikings. What the fuck? It's great. I said to him, no wonder they kicked you out of that state. What the <laughs> fuck? He goes, ah, I just wanted to be different. I wore purple to school all the time. That's funny as shit. He's a Viking fan. Probably one of the nicest guys in this town, right? He is, 100%. I still want Dan Plant. Does Dan Plant still work there? I don't know, man. It's funny. I walked by Ostell the other day. I didn't talk to Ostell. Did he say anything to you? No. He said, he just said hey, just threw his hand up. And ah, said, hey, I big-timed you. That's fine. I love Jay. Jay's a good dude. 100% fine. He's a grinder. <laughs> Dude, I did step in it real bad, though. Oh, you? Yeah, dude, it was, it was bad. I almost made it to the whole building. So they're redoing the whole KUSI building. Are they the, redoing the studios? Redoing the studios. The, or the set? The set, everything. No, first the time set. in 40 years. Yeah, the set's been around since the 80s. Yeah. And they're bringing uh, Fox 5 into that building. So both both news stations are going to be in the same building. No way. They're yeah. getting rid of uh, Engineer Road. <laughs> yeah, they're taking Fox 5 out of there, and they're moving them into the KUSI building. How big is that KUSI building? I guess pretty fucking big. It's going to take a year for this construction. They, they gave me a whole tour of it. So I'm, I'm going oh, through the boy. tour, and the last person I see before I walk out, there's a person sitting at the computer, and they got the, the dreads going, yeah. and Tommy goes, hey, this is so-and-so. And I go, what's up, dude? 
and turns around and it was a girl. Good work. Spun around. I was like, I'm so sorry. Fuck. Like it was one of those in the car. Idiot. Yeah. You want to hear what's going to happen? You want to hear what's going to happen? Go ahead. They're going to, um, they're going to remodel that. Yeah. And that's going to be the new Fox five studio. What do you think happens to KOSI? Dude. Parking lot. It's, it's no, it, you inherit probably the Allie Wagner's. Elizabeth Alvarez comes back. Yeah. And you probably have, they're going to look at it. Dave, it's like everything that's going on. If you pay attention to what's going on, what you saw happen with sports illustrated last week was devastating. What you saw happen with the LA times last week was devastating. Um, You're seeing it across the board. It's happening everywhere. And what's going on is because we now get all of our news on our phone. You get breaking uh, stories, notifications on your Apple Watch. The idea that as a company, when you have stockholders, that you're going to go to the board of directors and say, yeah, we have five people that anchor the 10 o'clock news in the same market, they're going to say, no, you don't. You have two. We have 11 people that work on morning news from 4.30 in the morning until 9 a.m. No, you don't. You have six. And it's going to become Lord of the Flies down there. And it sucks. Uh, Talked to a guy today. uh, We were talking about iHeartMedia. From what they said, the old 1360 or 760, whatever the hell they are now, they don't even have a program director. They Still. don't have anybody who comes in Makes decisions. and says, hey, do this or do that. Uh, I mean, I, I guess I'd appreciate the freedom, but I don't think I'd feel real comfortable about my long-term stability. Maybe I'm wrong. It's interesting. But if they're moving those guys into that building, that's the first step. Next star who owns them is saying... We're not going to pay a mortgage on two buildings. We'll take the building on View Ridge. Well, they aren't going to close down a station. They're just going to share stories, you mean. I think the the behind-the-scenes guys might get canned. I think what you do... Like you aren't getting rid of Paul Rudy and and Lauren Finney. Remember when Channel 8 absorbed the CW? They absorbed the CW, and you're able to run alternative programming. So when you have on fox five yeah the martin show still on in living color what are you running what's on that goddamn network mass singer what are you running <coughs> i got this coffee killing me i know when you're running the mass singer yeah okay then on kusi you have a landing spot for whatever seinfeld Friends, all of those shows that are just cash cow. But you got to run the local shows because that's where you make your money. You're still going to run the local shows. You can run the local news, you mean. It's going to run on Fox 5. No, you're not going to get rid of Lauren and Paul. I think they're beating Fox 5 right now in the ratings. Uh, okay. I'm going to ask Paul if he's out. I, I don't know that Paul's out. What? But you see what goes on at the CW. Troy Hirsch out. What happens at CW is it's Marcella Lee yep. and Carlo and Heather Myers. They swing over and do that four o'clock news on the CW from yep. the same set. 
it's what happened to KCAL Channel 9 and Channel 2 in L.A. Dude, it's coming. They're going to merge the... the huh? I hope that's not the case. We like Kathleen Bade and all, all those people. I love all of them. But it's where the business is going. Dave, when the L.A. Times is basically out of business... Yep. When Sports Illustrated goes out of business, you think KUSI is going to outlast them? I hate to say it. I do. Yeah. Okay, how much time do you give? They're going to build everything should be done a year from right now. How much time do you give it? I If it's done Mid a year 20, from now. 2025, you think it's over? Yeah. Oh, fuck. I don't think it's over. I just think what you see is a streamlining of the operation. I think and, it's the behind the scenes people get fired. The writers and all those people. Well, how, give me the. Because you're clearing commercials. You're clearing inventory. But right now you've got morning news, you've yes. got Raul Martinez, you've got Shally, yep. right? You've yep. got Chrissy Russo. Yep, Shally's the most uh, popular person in San Diego. And you probably have four other, Sam Rubin drops in, but that's from LA. Yeah, it's still set. But you've got like four other reporters, feature guys that are doing different stuff, right? Yep. So that's seven. Then KUSI, you got Paul, yep. you have Lauren, you have, doesn't Mark do the weather in the morning? No, he does at nights. Who's the morning weather? Uh, Diana or something, the weather girl. Diana, I, I just okay. talked to her the other day. She's a Giants fan. And then probably again, another four people doing features, yep. right? So Dave, you have two different operations running at the same time, and you have 14 people on payroll? Yeah, and you think clear, that's going to survive? Yes. You're wrong. If you're clearing commercials, I say it survives. All right. That'll be easy dinner that I'll win for you. Right. Deal. Good. Place the bet. Red Lobster. We have to pay up to 2025. Come on. We're not going to Red Lobster. We August, are. I'll tell you this. August 1st, 2025. Okay. Which means we got to keep this shitty show going uh, for another year and a half. Just for the bet. Uh, look, man, I hope I lose. But you're insane. I would love to give you a piece of paper and you make the cuts. Fuck. Oh, fuck. I cut Dave Riddich, number one. <laughs> to only the Kings. Yeah, I can make the cuts. All right, I know you could. You'd love it. Yeah, it, it'll, well, yeah, I won't announce them on the air, but I guarantee I bet I bet I hit more than I don't. Fuck. Yeah, August 1st, 2025, their, their merged operation, KUSI becomes exactly what the CW. There was no funnier quote than when the station manager at Fox 6, when they lost the Fox affiliation, said, you know, we're going to be fine. Oh, really? Four months later, it was the last day yeah. And you were doing a dance party with Linda Martin in the parking lot. Shut up. <laughs> Wasn't I still there too? He was there. Boy, that guy is the stations what you He's and I Tim are. McKinley. The car dealerships. <laughs> Put them all out of business. Right, let's get out of here. All right, fuck. Hey, you want to mention Alan Taylor, Taylor May Pools? I know it sounds kind of crazy to say it today. There's a lot of them around town. But <laughs> someone told me, hey, you never mention it, but when the weather's cold, there's nothing like jumping in that jacuzzi in the backyard. He goes, that's the best time to do it. Look, Alan Taylor can do it all. Pools, jacuzzis, you name it. The grotto Jeff talks about all the time. More than 25 years of doing this in San Diego. Ask about available financing. Taylor May Pools, Alan Taylor's number, 619 Four four nine four four five two six one nine four four nine four four five two. The other day we started a conversation. We were talking about Angie Dickinson, and a couple of friends were like, "I don't get it. What's the deal with Angie Dickinson?" And I just typed in a Google image from police woman. Yes, and they were like, "Hey, we get it." I was ah, like, that's funny. I was like, "Dude, I was a kid. She changed my life." Pepper, Pepper, and then we were looking for something else. 
and it came up and they said on eBay, you can get the Angie Dickinson action figure. Yeah. Doesn't even look like her. Ah, that's a shame. Whoever designed that should be immediately fired. But the reason why you mention it is, man, everywhere you look today, El Cajon, East Lake, Escondido, Encanto. Do we have anybody else with an E? <laughs> uh, man, it felt like everybody's front yard was a swimming pool. The only thing missing was the TMP logo in the middle of the floor. But hopefully you dry out. Hopefully everybody's nice and safe. We get through it. We get through the next couple of weeks. And then we dry out for what should be a beautiful spring. And that tailor-made pool is exactly what we need you need it as well. The celebrity pool, until I say otherwise, will be the Angie Dickinson pool. You want it, call Amy. Just tell her, give me the Angie. And uh, they'll come out and build it. It'll look fantastic. You'll be the toast of the town. Uh, James Garner will come over and, and do the ribbon cutting. But uh, give TaylorMade Pools a call. Tell them Dave and Jeff sent you. Look, Kyle Fluger, really proud of Kyle. Kyle's been with us for a long time. He's branched out on his own. His new company, it's Mithril Media. Don't forget his website's mithrilmedia.io, or you can just call him. Because if you call him and you mention our name, you get a 10% discount for all your website needs. 619-500-6621. 619-500-6621. I love when people have worked with Kyle Dave and they call us. And you know what happens because we're all guilty of doing it. If somebody recommends, says, uh, hey, I'm looking for a good Italian restaurant. Yeah. And you say, oh, try Rita's in Eastlake. And then they call you like three days later. Hey, that was really good. Well, yeah, I wasn't going to send you someplace that sucks. <laughs> but I, and I've done it. I know you've done it yes. as well. When people give you a recommendation and then you use it and you enjoy it even more than expected. Uh, that's how many phone calls we get or the kind of phone calls we get about our friends that have worked with Kyle Fluger to have their website uh, tightened up, make sure security measures are intact, make sure your marketing and media is intact. Man, find out for yourself what all of our friends are saying. Find out what the buzz is about with Mithril Media. There we go. All right, here we go. How old are they? How much are they worth? I'm We're ready. January 24th. Okay. Sharon Tate. God damn, I've eaten it at the Coyote. Me too. Sharon, boy, that's good, right? It is good. Sharon Tate. Okay, that was 60... Nine. Yep. And I think she was 23 when that happened. So I'm going to say she's, uh, I'm, I'm going to say she's, uh, God damn it. I just had the math and you started yapping. Fuck. I'll do it again. Uh, hang on. I'll say 54 and 24. I'll say she's 78. 81. Wow. 81. Dude, she was incredibly hot. How Dude, much? Right? She Damn. is. Damn. Um, well, they're going to have those. Is bad Google imager when she's not alive? 1969 money figures. So it's probably going to say 3 million. No, 1969, she's worth 300,000. Oh, wow. Today, she's worth 10 million. Is that right? Yep. There you go. Look at that. Actually, look something up that you yeah. actually asked me about. Next one is Ed Helms. Ed Helms is funny, but uh, Ed Helms, Ed Helms is the guy, Dave, that we think we could drive from here to Maine with. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure by Temecula, we're like, yeah, well, you got to go, Ed. I'm out of guess. 
I'm out of gas. Put the banjo away. Uh, Ed Helms is going to be 52 years old. 50. 50. Uh, 18 million. 25 million. I thought you were going to go higher. Nice. All right, next one. One of your mom's favorites, Neil Diamond. Neil Diamond is the man I believe used to live in Rancho Santa Fe. Okay. Uh, my favorite day at High Five Sports Shop when all the old duffers were lined up up front because we had tele-seat. And I bought my mom two seats before opening the door. And it took me a while to get the door open. So by the time anybody got in to get seats, it was like, it. I was like view level. So, sorry. Sorry. My mom's on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> Neil Diamond. Neil Diamond's going to be... Dude, if Mick Jagger's 80, Neil Diamond's got to be right there. I'm going to say Neil Diamond's 83. Exactly right. Dude, he wrote all those songs. When he shows it. The goddamn Sweet Caroline, they play it into the ground. They do. I'm going to say 300 million. Exactly right. Hey! Fuck, you know a lot about Neil Diamond. I goddamn right. Neil Diamond's the man. I've seen him twice. Katie Temple got us the worst seats ever for that concert. Shocker. Yeah. Bragged. Hey, I got, I know somebody. Jesus Christ. You owe him money? It was Jeff Diamond, not Neil Diamond. <laughs> Jeff Diamond from the Titans? Yeah. Former guest? <laughs> Dustin Diamond. <laughs> she knew Screech. All right, last one. Mary Lou Retton. I like her, man. She was sick, huh? Yeah, she's still sick, I believe. But, I mean, she almost died. Yeah, but in her prime. Would you throw in her one? Oh, yeah. Of course. Amazing. Little little squirt. This shot's so fucked up. What are you talking about? It's honesty. Dude, I don't disagree with you. Um I'm gonna you say play she, the game once, just like people let you throw them one that people go, What the fuck's wrong with you? Dude, we used to do a death pool on this That's show. True. We've gotten so much better. That's true. We like, hey, uh, sorry to hear Jack Buck passed away. Uh, it's two points for Dave. I'm like, fuck. We're so much better than we used to be. Would you throw a Katie Kirk one? Yeah. Yeah, me too. Yeah, definitely. Um, Mary Lou Retton is, I think she's going to be 53. 56. 56. Uh, she's probably, dude, she's one of those motivational speakers like Coach Kintera. Do you see that on his Twitter? No, is that what he says now? Yeah, he's a motivational speaker. Good afternoon. Hey, let's pull the. Hey, let's everybody pull the chairs in a little tighter. I'm not going to. I'm going to. Is that true? Is that true? Yes. Pull up his Twitter. Hey, what we're going to do here at the end. I haven't done this for a long time. I have my friend Brayton here. He's going to accompany me on the keyboard. We're going to start with the left side. I'm going to point to the left side. You sing the first part. Right side. You sing the second part. Michael Rowe. The boat ashore, and then you guys come in with hallelujah. Okay, everybody, Brayden hit it. Play it in a, in a G flat. You think Brayden and Coach talk? Brayden said the other day on his weekend show they have a great relationship. Poor Brayden. Dude, this fucking guy. I love him because he's a grinder. He did a weekend show the other day. Dave, you and I can absolutely relate. And I'm driving with my kids. I tune on and he's on and he goes, well, I just did a whole first segment that didn't go out because the national show in front of me went long. Oh shit. But then he laid down the law. Yeah. 
hey, listen, I'm not going to talk about Coach Cantera. Okay, I'm not putting up with that. Coach and I have a great relationship. And I was like, great, I'm out. It's goddamn Saturday, yeah. 10 yeah, in the morning. Yeah. You're not... I just was waiting for him to put the horns up like the principal from yeah. Breakfast Club. That's funny as fuck. Um, what are we doing? What'd you ask me? Mary Lou Retton, how much is she worth? Oh, shit. Uh, yeah, she's a motivational speaker like like Johnny Cantera. Um, I'll say $8 million. Two. Two million dollars. She's happy better than that. I guess she's not good at what she does. Ah, fuck. Bunch of small she's talk. so little. Yeah, but bunch of small talk. <laughs> Mike's up here. Good afternoon. And thank you all for coming out. Like, we can't hear you! In the back! Ah, <laughs> uh, fuck. Fuck's the matter. Going to hell. That's what's going on. I'm here. not going to hell. You are. Jesus. You sick fuck. <laughs> we got five random questions. Okay. Written by Josh. Who's your favorite all-time WWE wrestler? That is great. Um, That's really funny. Um... My buddies and I have a great affection for the for the jobbers. Yeah. Nineteen eighty four they singlets. come out there in like the green singlet. Yeah. Weighing hundred and seventy one pounds from Jackson, Mississippi, Tom Smith. It's already, and now from, it's already in the ring. Yeah. <laughs> arm up. I like when they would do like kind of the, the half dance step. Hey. Yeah. Both arms on the top rope, just leaning yeah. back. And his opponent from Mongolia, 328 pounds. Uh, who would it be? Kamala. Haystack. Yeah, Kamala. <laughs> and you'd be like, who's the matchmaker here? This doesn't seem fair. Where's the state athletic commission? Tim's like, yeah, 10 seconds later. Like, and I always, my buddies and I just would have hour upon hour conversation. There were two guys that wrestled in Atlanta. There were the Mulkey brothers. <laughs> so it wasn't just one guy. It was two brothers. Yeah. They would just go and get the shit kicked out of them every weekend. And I think one of them was Randy Mulkey. Oh, my gosh. And we would just, we're like 16. We would have conversations. Out, what do they do Monday through Friday? Like, can you go? Like, can you go to your high school reunion? No. You can't do anything. No, the mom right? can't even go to the grocery store. No. Because every week you're yeah. just getting the shit slapped out of you by the road warriors. Um, <laughs> it's got to be. It's. I mean, Ric Flair in his prime when he came out. Yeah. He came out. You can find it on YouTube. I mean, Ravishing Rick Rude is Palais. But when Ric Flair came out. And he pointed at a girl in the front row. And he said. Hey, honey, nobody in the world likes to be called fatso. So sweatso, <laughs> sit there and keep your mouth shut until Dusty Rhodes comes out and then leave with him. And then the fucking director puts her on camera. Yeah, it was great. <laughs> hey, she probably told her friends, hey, I got tickets for the wrestling. We're going Saturday. Hey, how was it? I don't want to talk about it. Um... Yeah, I'd say probably I, old school Ric Flair interviews That's when he favorite. used to say is watch costs more than your house. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, and yeah, I mean, he's just completely out of control. Who's your guy? Uh, it was Hulk Hogan. Was Hulk my Hogan guy. was uh, your guy? Yeah, Hulk Hogan was my guy. I was really disappointed. Brother. 
Yeah, when he switched over to the bad side. <laughs> I was really upset Oh, you know that. what? Hang on, Dave. Hang on. I'm sorry. I got to change it. Okay. 100%. My guy, Bobby Heenan. Okay, you're right. Bobby Heenan was my guy. 100%. Yeah. Uh, so insanely nice to me when I was a kid. Yeah, Bobby Heenan. Uh, Ric Flair is funny, yeah. but... Uh, Heenan just was my guy. Yeah, Bobby Heenan. That's funny. I would have regretted that. I would have gotten in a car that would have bummed me out. Who would you rather fight in their prime? Okay. Mike Tyson or John Jones? That's great. The other night while we were at Wild Wings watching UFC, dude, if you ever get a chance, ESPN, I think ESPN News runs Mike Tyson's greatest hits. Yeah. And look at some of these guys that are in the ring when Mike is like 11 and 0. And these guys come in and they're, you know, 24 yeah. and 14. Yeah. And they raise their hand up. And there was this one guy we were watching the other night. And man, he throws a right hand and Mike ducks it. And he throws another right hand and he hits Mike right in the temple. And he goes to throw another one. You could just see how confident he is. And Mike comes from his heels with a left hook and hits this guy flush. And the guy is out before he hits the ground. And Jack and I are watching the replay. And I said, dude, look it right here. He misses on the right. He hits him. And he's like, I got you. And why am I out cold? Um, I'd fight John Jones first. And John Jones is, yeah. dude, John's been through so many bad days. Yeah, but I'd fight anybody. but Other Mike than Tyson. Mike. Yeah. I told you at the Frank Bruno fight, Frank Bruno crossed himself 11 times. Yeah. And I, I wanted to cross myself sitting ringside. Did you see that guy? I think it was on TikTok the other day. Who's like, hey, what do you do for a living? And he came up to Mike, and Mike was on the street yeah. in New York. Mike's like, get that camera out of my face. The guy was like, no, no, Mike, we did this before. And Mike said to his son, do you know who this guy is? And Mike's son got the guy out of trouble. Mike's son goes, oh, yeah. And he's like, all right, you scared me. I don't like that. Dude. Wow. Yeah. Don't my, sneak up on Mike. No. That guy in the plane. Get out of your fucking mind. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you're insane. Mike uh, is with those vicious uppercuts. And, at the end, and it wasn't, those aren't the ones that usually knock guys out. But the fact there's a chance of getting hit by a Mike Tyson uppercut. Oh, my God. Scary as shit. And you watch him now at 57 years yeah. old. He's still shadow boxing. Yes. He, yeah. Brutal. Looks fast to me. Yeah. But which song have you listened to the most in your life? I like that. Dude, I like that. That's a good call. Um, oh, that's really pretty good. Do you have an answer? I do. Uh, two songs stand out. Um, September, Earth, Wind, and Fire. Oh, yeah, I like that for Jake. And right? so, no, for Josh, actually. Or for Josh, because yeah, it's, it's his uh, birthday, right? Yeah, well, yeah, we're literally driving to the hospital late at night on September 21st. It says it in the song. Yeah. Josh was born on the 22nd. And then um, probably Sweet Home Alabama, Leonard Skinner. Dude, that's really good. Um, dude, Gimme Shelter is probably right there because yeah. I go through, I go through, I have a Stones playlist right now that's a lot of live shit. And I always just go up to Gimme yeah. Shelter. Like the old school live stuff is so good. I mean, they never really found anybody to to match the part that Mary Clayton did, but. But, man, that song, I could listen to that song twice a day, every day. So I'll say give me shelter. There you go. All right, question four. Okay. If you were in isolation and had the option of every day to either read every book that was ever written or listen to every song that was ever sang, which one would you choose? I would just like to read the books that I bought and have sat on my shelf for six years. 
<laughs> if I could do that, I'd be really, really happy. I, it doesn't have to be every book ever written because plenty of people have told me, hey, here's a book. I, I don't, uh, listen, man, whatever gets you through your day, I'm I'm a big supporter of. Yeah. But I, Deion Sanders has a book coming out, a motivational book. I don't have any interest in reading no. Dion's book about motivation. You know, it's funny you say that. I, I don't like two things. I don't like when people tell me what book to read because when I read the book, I think of that person. Yeah. Just like I don't like when people recommend a song because I think of that person in the song when I, if it's yeah. a song. Well, it kind of fucks me up. I'm like, I, the song's fine, but I can't stop thinking of so-and-so. Um, I don't mind the help with the books because, especially from Coyle, because yeah. Coyle knows um knows what i like and so if coil calls me and says hey man here's something and he's turned me on to robert crace matthew quirk uh john sanford turned me on to don winslow like a bunch of these different guys so book recommendations i love um song recommendations no i just kind of fall into those but no i really wish dave that i would hit powerball <laughs> I would buy one of those downtown penthouses. I would do whatever the move is, why everybody in the East Village feels the need to decorate their 25th floor patio with purple Christmas lights. Fuck yeah, I'm in on that. <laughs> and then uh, I would just I would just like to read the books that I currently own that I haven't... Haven't gotten to. Yeah, and yeah. I'd be very, very happy. All right, last question. What is the greatest invention in history? Or this, excuse me. What is the greatest invention of this century? Oh, of this century? Hmm. I mean, I really feel like the start was the iPhone. I agree. That's exactly my answer. Because every, I would have said TV for years and years, but fuck, the iPhone is the TV. Yeah. But I mean, the iPhone changed the game. Yep. Right? Yep. I just remember 2007. iPhone's 17 years old. Yeah. It was so funny as they... They gave us a TV at Free FM, a Sony Bravia, yeah. 27-inch TV. I think I paid you 350 for it. Yeah. It was like 700 Yeah, they gave Jeff and I one TV to share. One TV, and I, I gave Dave. But you know what? I still have it. Yeah. It's not plugged in. Really? But I'll save it forever because it's, it's from the Free FM show. Yeah. It's under my... It's Why like don't I've, you have it plugged in? You have a better TV? Well, yeah, it's a 27-inch oh, little fucking, like, monitor, but um, 16 years old. But I'll keep that thing forever because I remember when that came out, it's like, uh, it's it's Steve Carell yeah. in the Christmas party when he talks about surround sound. Yeah. That scene, dude, is like the best scene ever. But, yeah, I just feel like at that time, the iPhone was, everybody followed the iphone right yep 100 you're right yeah i'll go with that one so all right get that cough taken care of and Jesus then we'll be Christ. back here wednesday night it's getting worse all right we'll be back on wednesday